Episode 59, Existence Without Negativity. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilson. Welcome to the end <laughs> of uh, another week. Uh, well, it's not entirely the end yet, but tomorrow is going to be such a fucking exciting exercise that uh, we might as well call the week to an end and look forward to uh, tomorrow's episode, which is going to be f- fucking exciting really. Uh, In that sense, welcome to the very best podcast in the world, Personal Supremacy Through Health, Wealth, and Happiness. In today's episode, we're going to talk about an existence without negativity. And I wasn't really certain whether I was going to put a question mark behind the title or an exclamation mark or a period, or just simply let it sink in without any further punctuation following it, because it is a question. You can, you know, you can ask the question, can you exist without negativity? And the answer is, I don't know. Uh, for me, um, I've, you know, kind of gotten rid of most of it in my life. Um, I don't know if you can live entirely without it. No idea. I haven't tried. In any case, the positive aspects of my life certainly outweigh those that could be considered negative. Sure, you know, if I spend enough time, I can put a negative spin to almost anything. But that's not really the point, right? Uh, if we phrase this thing as an uh, as a statement and say existence without negativity then yeah, you know, it's a mission statement more than anything else. And that's actually, I think, which we should start with. You know, it's uh, really, this episode is going to be for you to find ways to get negativity out of your life and to focus more on the positive aspects. And there's a multitude of reasons why you should do that. Uh, you know, number one being mental health, obviously, uh, because you know if you spin everything into a negative context, then that's going to have uh, consequences on your mental health because it's a downward spiral that's very difficult to get out of uh, by yourself. You know, if you surround yourself with uh, negative people, or let's put it that way, you know, you start out with a negative mindset, you inevitably start to surround yourself with negative people. These negative people will give you more negative influence. And there you go down the drain. (laughs) Dramatically put, you know, reality is a tidbit different, but it gets the point I'm trying to make across, I believe. Now, how do we combat negativity in our life. 
And that's a very important and interesting question rather than phrasing this sentence as such. So let's embark on a mission to kind of ban negativity. Not altogether. You're not going to be able to do that because there's, you know, north of seven and a half billion idiots out there who will try to influence your or strengthen negative thoughts in you. Because, you know, there's one thing that's easy to control and that's people who are scared. And anxiety about a lot of stuff is really what causes a societal well, dismay, I don't know, a negative, very broad negative society, which we are experiencing right now. You know, everybody's getting misinformation from all different corners of the media outlets. Um, and that's really a difficult thing. We're going to go into that in a little bit more detail uh, in the furtherance of this mission towards existence without negativity, exclamation mark. So uh, first of all, I think though it is very important to focus on the bright side of life. Uh, you know, you have to um, realize that you're pretty fucking lucky to be alive. You know, you're listening to this episode of a podcast on a digital device which wouldn't have been available uh, even as much as what 30 years ago uh you more likely than not have a roof over your head when it rains you know if you're one of those lucky son of a bitches that can you know sit out on the beach all day long good on you <laughs> don't make me even more envious uh you know and that's really what counts you know, what is, the, if you lose your fucking wallet, yeah, it, it stinks, get it, you know, but it's not the end of the world. And you have to realize and become humble in your expectations towards life, right? There are certain things, you know, people can take away your liberty and everything. If you go to jail, if you get caught, you know, that's one thing my dad always said, you know, you can do whatever you want, just don't get caught. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I adhere to that. Uh, and you know, um, but at the end of the day, taking your life away from you, that's pretty rare, right? If you look at it in perspective, right? Even uh, with the Rona going around, you've got a very substantial chance of surviving, you know, maybe you'll get a scar somewhere, but scars tell stories. So scars are cool. In fact, my entire body is full of them because, you know, it's been on every journey you get injured somehow. And so, you know, it's like, take it with the necessary grain of sugar, <laughs> you know, not salt. <laughs> so, uh, you know, how do you manifest though the bright side of life, you know, and that's a very difficult exercise. Uh, we did that in an episode a while ago. Um, I didn't have time to look it up, so please do so. Uh, where we, you know, kind of emphasized on positive thoughts rather, you know, and, and defeated negative thoughts with positive thoughts, um, which is very important. For instance, I don't know, you know, if something, if a cup falls down or a glass falls down in the kitchen, or, you know, the, the most gorgeous thing to fall down in the kitchen is a liter glass bottle 
of Coca-Cola. You have never seen anything as fucking sticky, uh, you know, to uh, mop away and find every little piece of glass shrapnel that got bombed to your entire place. Yeah, you know, you can get all foobar about it. You know, you can call it the greatest clusterfuck. And in fact, it is that. But where is it going to get you? You know, is it going to prevent you from doing it again? No. You know, you probably had slippery hands. Learn your lesson. You know, uh, but don't really get pissed about yourself because shit like that happens. Shit happens always. Life is full of it, you know, and for me, you know, a lot of these things have just become, I don't know, humorous, really. Uh, you know, I stand back, I chuckle, uh, and then I get going in, you know, mopping it up and I don't know, collecting the glass well, it's not really splinters, it's shrapnel that you get out of every corner in the place. And then, you know, you kind of go over it with a vacuum cleaner and then 20 minutes later, you're done, you know, event over. <laughs> and that's really a way to look at it. You know, it, I, I know it's easy to say for someone that is in a position, you know, where not much can go wrong, but at the end of the day, I think it's the humility that you develop towards yourself and the world and you realize you know you have to come to realize that a lot of the shit that you hold dear is just not important you know that for me was a very important lesson but again you know i'm kind of expressing or retelling events of my journeys in life which i already have so you know, for those of you just tuning in listen to the past episodes there's a lot of reference that does make sense. So it's about really taking an event that happens, which, you know, could have a negative spin to it and adding a positive one to it, turning it the other way around, you know, and even just teaching yourself to laugh about a mishap that happens, you know, is quite easy. Uh, you know, it, it sounds more challenging than it actually is. If you've consciously done it a few times, it becomes habituous. And therefore, you know, the next time you drop something, you just laugh about it, you know, instead of getting pissed about yourself for dropping it. Because if you're true to yourself, you're going to realize very quickly that it's not going to get you anywhere, you know, to get pissed about yourself. You know, you're going to criticize yourself, which is, you know, wrong. You can reflect always upon your actions. You shouldn't criticize yourself because you're putting yourself down instead of lifting yourself up, which you should do all fucking day long. And that's a very important lesson to take away from this episode is to, you know, this very stupid song, uh, all wise look on the bright side of life. There is always a bright side. You've got a roof over your head. You've got a pretty fucking expensive device that you're listening on, you know, that you're listening to podcasts on. And you're probably healthy. You know, yeah, your bones ache. God damn it. You know, I'm 41. You know, I'm not 25 anymore. You know, I wake up in the morning. First thing I do is crack my bones, you know, just to get everything sorted again. Uh, and no, you know, I'm not 60 yet. Uh, so who am I to complain? Well, I'm 41. You know, so it's like putting everything into perspective, I think, is lesson number one. Now, let's move on and compensate negative occurrences with positive aspects of life. And I think we went into great detail on the 
on the first kind of aspect on, you know, the bright side of life, looking for that and looking at it and putting into perspective what just happened. You know, yeah, you get fired from your job. Maybe it was a great job and maybe the next job is going to be shittier, but it's going to give you an income, you know, and yeah, you know, maybe you're going to miss your, no, you're not going to miss your colleagues. If your colleagues are your friends, they're going to hang out with you despite the fact that they work in another company. And if you hang out with them, they're going to tell you all the fucking stories that happened in the company and you can laugh and chuckle and you can tell them about the dickheads in your new company and you're going to be all fucking dandy fine that it's not the fucking end of the world. And if I see a lot of the aspects and stories shared on social media in particular about what a lot of people deem to be the end of the world by what they're writing, I don't know how they would, I don't know if they would kill themselves if something really dire would happen to them. And I'd be happy to see that, to be perfectly honest. Because there's so much shit that can happen in your life, but to be perfectly blunt, uh, you're going to get over it. And there is always going to be worse shit happening. So, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, it's all about taking it on the light side and most importantly, being humble. You know, I know that a lot of uh, people around the world are going into financial troubles now with the Rona going around and all the job loss and all the financial devastation that's going to start to hit probably next year uh, or a year after next at the latest. But at the end of the day, you know, if you're going to lose your house because you didn't get a paycheck for three months, then you were overspending. It's that simple, you know, <laughs> and uh, that's really, uh, you know, something that uh, has to be put into perspective also. Now, we started out with determining whether or not we were going to put a question mark or an exclamation mark behind the title of the episode. And for the next point that I'm going to cover, which is deflecting negative influence from your life, I don't know which would be more appropriate in that you're getting bombarded very subtly, but in a way that is constant by your television set, which in a lot of cultures has become a predominant part of life. And God damn it has made everybody sure that at least once a day you get the news, you know, and the news isn't the news. The news is a, is a cesspool of fear mongering laid upon you like a carpet bomb every single fucking day. The same is true for the radio. The same is true and even and ever more so in social media feeds. Now, as for the TV, uh, there's a very easy thing to do with it. Just shut it the fuck down. Pull the plug, make it inconvenient to turn it on. You know, and if you want to turn it on, watch Netflix or something, you know, without the entire bullshit uh, news carpet bombing negativity going on. And that's the solution for the TV. You know, if you can't throw it out for me, I work on it. It's my monitor as it is our Netflix watching device. But to be perfectly blunt, it would take me north of an hour to hook it up to a satellite cable or anything. 
you know, to get normal television. We just don't do that. You know, if I want to watch something newsworthy that's really there, uh, like a current event, there's a live stream for it. You know, I'll, I'll pull up YouTube or whatever. And if the internet crashes like it did on 9-11, well, then, you know, I'll get my news on Twitter or whatever. And as for the radio, there's alternatives for that. You're listening to one of them. And, you know, if it's not from my stories that are of interest to you, there are tons of podcasts out there. Uh, you know, I heard Rogan say that there are millions, meanwhile, millions of podcast shows out there for every freaking interest. Uh, there are good and less good podcast search engines, but, you know, try, you know, beside this show, maybe you'll find another that's very interesting uh, and uh, tickle your fancy, you know, just look out. Then, you know, if you want to listen to music uh, without the stupid radio people interrupting you and trying to be funny, uh, there's Spotify and Apple Music and Deezer and, you know, all of these other music services out there. You know, you don't, it, it's about really, I think that's the bottom line, tuning out. Tuning out of the negativity car negativity carpet bombing. That's, I think, the number one lesson to take away from this, right? Uh, as for the social media feeds, which are taking a lot of people down a negativity spiral, that's your fault. I addressed that, I think, about three episodes ago, where I put into perspective the content that was shown in... Uh, the Social Dilemma, the Netflix documentary. And that's bad, but that's on you. You know, you can tune out of those as well. Uh, until now, you can still manipulate the algorithms. It's a very interesting story uh, that, um, you know, for instance, if you get a clean YouTube account and you search for puppies for half a day, you only get puppy videos until, you know, until get no, you know, the, you, the, that's all you'll get puppy videos or kitten videos or whatever, you know, in still, if you want to watch something worthwhile, uh, listen to it on a podcast. It could, just makes more sense. Trust me. You know, you can use your time. Otherwise, if your visual senses are not, uh, stimulated or required to catch the program, then you're in a pretty good fix that you actually get shit done while you are taking in information. And, you know, a lot of the shit that you do around the house, for instance, you know, these mundane tasks, uh, if you've got a video running, it'll slow you down. Uh, if you have an inspirational podcast going in the background on your headphones or something while you're vacuum cleaning, you're going to be faster. And well, at least it's going to feel faster, the completion of the task. Now, one last very important aspect we have also discussed, I believe it was episode five, is accepting that a lot of the negative input that you get, which you get, that you get, which you get, um, you cannot control, which makes it so fucking frustrating in itself that it continues or it really speeds up the negative spiral, the negativity spiral. And 
that's one thing you have to fathom. Can I control it or can I not control it? And if you can't, disregard it. You know, there's no reason to get worked up about uh, the government putting you know new measures in place, controlling your life even further uh, in the Rona times. You know, it's it just, uh, it's totally bizarre. You know, why would you waste even a thought about it? There's nothing you can do. The collective consciousness of the people needs to feel really pissed off. And then, you know, then there will be movements to hook up with. Uh, then there will be action to be taken. But until that happens, until there is a majority of the people in, in a society, they're, they're complacent with it, they're okay with it, there's not, there's not a lot you can do about it. You know, and that's really one example for pretty much every piece of global news that you get that you can just disregard. You know, just don't give a fuck. It, that's a very important thing you have to really understand and learn. Now that we have concluded with this episode, uh, let's go over the main points again. Looking at the bright side of life is, you know, the very important thing, uh, putting everything into perspective, uh, compensating negative occurrences with positive aspects of life. You know, like I said, roof over your head, expensive iPhone or, you know, mobile device that you're listening to this to or computer, uh, you know, deflecting negative influence from uh, everything media wise and replacing that with, you know, no negativity aspects to it. And number four, realizing that most of the input you get, you cannot control anyhow. And if there's something you can control, it's in your local environment. You know, and that's a very, those are the very important takeaways, I think, of this episode. In that sense, I wish you a successful day. And if you've already had your successful day, I wish you a successful night. No, a good night. <laughs> Whatever. Um, as always, questions, feedback, criticism, and everything else, please goes to the email address, the very best podcast in the world at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing you tomorrow to a totally cool exercise. Probably one of the coolest ones we've had. Peace out and see you tomorrow.